Showcase Sundays today on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Jack Ward with the sunniest of co-hosts, David Alt. And this is, of course, the Sonic Society, the world's largest showcase of modern audio drama. Yes, this week we have a tighter time finishing shipworm from Zach Ackers and Skip Bronchi. So grab a listen as it all begins right here on the Sonic Society. Are you more relaxed now? Yes. Can we have an adult conversation? Sure. What you did was foolish and counter to our mission. You were reckless and nearly you compromised. You know what I think? Go ahead. I don't think you're as all-powerful as you say. I think you're a bully. I think your plan hinges on my ability to do something, and I think that I have more control of this than you're comfortable with. You should have let me finish. Uh, finish? Go. I'll just cut to the ending. There must be consequences for your disobedience. <laughs> I have to hand it to you. you. You sound very scary when you say things like that. Nothing? Oh, I'm disappointed. Remember that you did this. Hey, Wendy. Wendy? To Conway? I... Andre didn't make it. What? The firefighters pulled him into the parking garage. And they were trying CPR, but... No, no, no. I, I pulled Andre all the way to the parking garage door. He he was fine. He's, he's fine. I'm looking at him right now, okay? He's not fine. What did you do? Why were you in your office? I'm sorry, I have to go. right now. I told you there must be consequences. How? You seem to be confused about the nature of our arrangement, so let me be more direct with you. Any further disobedience and we will gut your wife like a fish and sink your son to the bottom of the ocean. Do you believe me when I say that? Yes. I told you that proving myself was a waste of my time and energy, and I won't do any more of it. You have no leverage. You have no control. I understand. No more games. No. Thank you. I look forward to smooth sailing. Roll the windows down, get some air.
Breathe in, relax. Listen to the ocean. We all started there under the waves. In peace, quiet. Then we dragged ourselves on shore, crawling, walking, running towards a peace we will never find again. Your wife is going to call soon. I'm going to say this before she does so you can prepare yourself. When she calls, you have to tell her that you want a divorce. You have to begin the process of distancing from her. For what it's worth, I am sorry about the upheaval of your life. But this is the task. Listen to the waves. Not on purpose. What? I didn't purposefully set the office on fire. I, I was in a state of shock. I think. What the hell is going on? It's honestly hard to say. Talk to me. I need to know what's going on. No, you don't. You you don't need to know what's going on. You asked for separation, and that's right. We are separate, and that feels like what it needs to be. This isn't about us right now. I need to know that you're okay and that you're not going to hurt yourself. I'm not going to hurt myself. You have a son. I know. He needs you. Amaya, I'm not going to hurt myself, and what I'm doing, I can't tell you about. Put it in a long list of shit I won't ever talk to you about because I could never bring myself to disappoint you with who I actually am. <laughs> when the cops come, tell them the truth. I'm not there. You don't know anything that I am doing, and you don't know where I'm going. I'm sorry for all of it. Where am I driving? The Pelican Pub. That's where I met her. I know. Oh, God. 
What was that? You fell asleep and crashed into a palm tree. Are you okay? Oh, I, I think my nose is broken. Yeah, it's broken. And my lip is bleeding. There are some tissues in the middle console. Anything else broken? Oh, not that I can tell. Good. You should start walking. Try not to leave too obvious a trail of blood. Where am I? You're at the end of a dead-end street that runs past the Pelican Pub. I feel like I'm losing my mind. It is my belief you are on the verge of finally finding it. That can be painful. Please start walking. Don't forget the hammer. know what I'm doing. I think you know what you're doing. I... Okay. I know that I took Darlene's flash drive of research. Of... What did she say? Bacterial strains from shipworms. So you have the research. Yes. So now you need a specimen. Well done, Dr. Conway. The next generation of antibiotics and cancer treatments developed from bacterial strains found in the digestive systems of mollusks. Someone's been reading their medical journals. Can I ask what kind of money we're talking about? A lot. Will I see any of it? Ten million. Oh. Shit. Yes. And, and then you'll leave me and my family alone? Of course. This is a business relationship. These shipworms come from the ocean, right? The bottom of the ocean in this case. So you want me to, to dive to the bottom of the ocean? With a hurricane coming in? Lucky for you, you thought ahead and paid off a mechanic at a local marina to reserve a boat with all the necessary equipment. I thought of everything. But now you're meeting someone who knows where to find them, and he will not want to tell you. Lynn? Hey, Wallace. Are, are you okay? You look like you got the shit kicked out of you. Yeah, I, I was just in a car wreck. Oh my god, what, what just, just now? Yeah, it's fine. It's so strange. I, I think I just dreamed about you. <laughs> what was the dream? I, I don't remember. <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm so glad to see you right now. Genuinely. It's so good. How are you doing? Uh, to be honest, not that great. Uh, on top of whatever this is, I have a pretty serious family issue going on. Oh no. Is everyone okay? No, but uh, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Understood. 
I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I, I read you're a professor now. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a dendrochronologist, yeah. So, Dr. Lin Yu. That's right. A doctor of telling you how old trees are. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think I've seen you since... God. Your mom's funeral. Yeah. Thank you for coming, by the way. I don't think I'd talk to you then. I loved your mom. Always. Daughter was my second mom growing up around here. She made me feel less invisible. I'm also sorry you, you had to deal with all that on your own. I guess we'd lost touch by then. Still, I'm sorry. And I want you to know that the love I have for her is the only reason I haven't called the cops yet. You need to tell me why I shouldn't call them right now. Please don't do that. Darlene called everyone on the team, saying that you'd stolen the research from a safety deposit box. Is that, is that true? Well, um, yeah, but, uh... Wallace, man, what is going on? Do, do you need help? Is that what this is? I am having a rough day, but I feel like what's happening to me is important. What's happening to you? It's... It should be good. Very tough to explain. I feel compelled in a way that I haven't in a long time. Like, there's a path that I need to follow. Do you know what I'm saying? No. I don't. If you know what I did, then you know why I asked you to come here. You want me to take you to the site? Yes. So you can take the shipworms with that flash drive you have? That's right. Then I imagine you'd sell that to someone else. A pharmaceutical company? It's not about that. What the hell else could it be about? It's about... <sighs> okay. I want to say something to you. Okay. This is something... I haven't ever said out loud, but I think you're supposed to be who I say it to. Go ahead. Are you finally going to spill your beans, Dr. Conway? I grew up here, this charmed life. I had good friends. You were a good friend, maybe my best friend. I became a medic in the army after my mom died. It was the only way I, I could pay for medical school at that point. And I didn't want to kill anyone. I was good at my job and I was good at following orders. So I was brought in as sort of a resident medical officer in a US detention facility in Baghdad called Camp Nama. The facility went through various transformations, first for information on WMDs, then Saddam, then Al-Qaeda, it was consistent, however, in its abuse. I was there to split broken bones, suture wounds, treat burns from electrical shock, put limbs back into their sockets. There were times I revived people in mid-processing. Processing is 
just a word they used so they didn't say torture. Then there were times I kept people alive for longer than they should have been. There was this one detainee who I had actually gotten to know a little bit. He wasn't even 20. He had four sisters. He loved Snickers bars. Big smile, you know. Anyway, they called me in after they'd beaten him unconscious and then tied him to the top of his cell door and gagged him until he was dead. They told me to take him to the hospital bed and place a catheter in his arm to make it seem like he died under hospital care. On the death certificate, it said, he died of natural causes in his sleep. I was good at following orders. When I was here, when you knew me, I was Wallace. I feel like somewhere back there, I just started putting on this Wallace suit every morning so people still thought I was him. I just kept wearing the suit. The suit met my wife, Amaya, right inside there after I got back. She and the suit have a son together. His name's Freddy. I love Freddy. But the suit won't be enough for him at some point. Just like it isn't enough for Amaya. But I'm a doctor. I have my own practice. I volunteer. I vote. I wave and say, how do you do? So the suit does everything it's supposed to do. People love the suit. Do you want to know what's happening to me? Yes. I don't think I'm wearing the suit today, Lynn. I'm sorry. I know you've been through a lot, and I can't imagine it. Pretend you're getting a phone call. And look, I won't call the cops, but whatever this is, it seems like you need... I can't... I can't do this. Your phone is ringing, Doctor. I'm, I'm, I'm asking as a friend. Ring. We're not friends, Wallace. Ring. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is my wife. Kudos in your attempt at even more emotional blackmail of people you supposedly care about, but it didn't work, so now we change the plan. I want to preface this by saying you're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. Lynn's 12-year-old daughter is currently on dialysis awaiting a kidney transplant. She has a rare blood type. Oh, no. You should ensure him that she will never get that transplant if he doesn't assist you. Wait, wh- What? Tell him that if he doesn't help you, you will make sure his daughter dies. And before you respond to me, he doesn't know you can't do that, especially with what you just told him. Dr. Conway? Yes, I I understand. I didn't mean to say we weren't friends. It's just been a long time. You know? It's, it's fine. I know you're not a bad guy. I know that we can work out whatever this is and, and get things back to... I know your daughter is sick. I'm so sorry about that. How, how did you know that? She needs a kidney transplant, right? Yes. I can help you. What do you mean? Tread lightly, Dr. Conway. A lot of very powerful people are interested in me remaining a quiet, good citizen. I am owed many things. 
I promise that I can get your daughter the kidney she needs. What does that mean? Where would the kidney come from? It would happen within the next 72 hours, Lynn. Guaranteed. Are you being for real right now? I would not lie to you about this. Not about your daughter. But you do it only if I help you. Are you saying that if I didn't take you to the site? Wow. Wow, that's... Wow. I'm sorry, it's very important. Yeah, very important. So, you'll take me? What kind of goddamn choice do I have, Wallace? Okay, thank you. I'm not ever gonna forgive you for this. Please tell me where I'm going. You're going to the marina you see in I front of you. I don't know where we're going. What is wrong Shh. with you? Listen. Look up. I can't believe it. Can't believe what? That's a swallow-tailed kite. See the forked tail? My god, it's so beautiful. No effort, no strain. I never thought I'd see one here. This is a special thing we're experiencing. I'm on the path. Follow me, Lynn. You do know there's a hurricane coming tomorrow, right? Yes. Yeah, that means rough waters. Probably means it's gonna be next to impossible to even see the stumps down there. What stumps? What do you mean, what stumps? The forest. There's the forest. Why is he even involved in this, Wallace? I'm going to a forest under the sea. Have you ever heard of anything more romantic? Did you know I worked in a dive shop for three summers in high school? Yes. Were you there then, too? I wasn't talking to you, which is a part of the issue you've correctly identified. I don't understand what you're saying. 
I woke up this morning hearing a voice in my head. She calls herself the conductor. She, she told me that whatever shadow organization she represents had installed an undetectable communication device in my head. And that if I didn't do everything she said, she would kill my wife and my son. She talking to you right now? Yes. Is she the one who knew about my daughter? Yes. Can you actually help my daughter? Yes. I can. It's not nice to lie during honesty time. Y you know how crazy this all sounds, right? Yeah. So you honestly don't know anything about where we're going? If I ever did, it's not with me at the moment. About 60,000 years ago, the shoreline extended all the way out to here. So all of this would have been Cypress Tree Swamp. And where we're going is a preserved forest about 60 feet down. Hurricane Ivan exposed it a few years back. It's older than anything like this ever discovered. So what am I doing exactly? I can guess, but can the voice tell you? I don't know. Sometimes she can be an asshole about things like that. Oh dear, where's my fainting couch? Yeah, she's being an asshole. It's very simple. You are going to dive to the forest, extract a piece of I'm wood. I'm going to dive to the forest, and extract Dr. a piece of wood. And you are going to confirm that it contains a shipworm, I guess. It's not really my expertise. He just needs to confirm there is one. She says all you have to do is confirm that there is one. Have you seen one? Yeah, they're pretty distinct. Just long, pale, tubular moss that kind of turn your stomach. actually getting close. Water is getting really nasty. Okay. We should be right over it now. Lynn, thank you for being kind. You didn't have to be. You should suit up. Yeah. Dolly, now a Category 4 and intensifying over the unusually warm Gulf waters, is expected to make landfall tomorrow. Why does this scuba mask look like I'm about to land on the moon? It has a communications rig built in. We'll be able to talk to you up here. Ah, that's cool. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. We'll be talking. I'll be looking for your lift bags when you come up. Got it. I need you to be honest with me. Is this a bad idea? 
then? What do you want me to say? I think this is a terrible idea. Under normal circumstances, there's no way I would let you jump in the water right now. Do you think it's possible I can even do it? was a beautiful place. Then it was buried under layers and layers of unnecessary shit. And it took an ungodly force of nature to bring it out again. But here it is. Do you understand? It's like a city down here. I think I found a piece to bring up. I'm attaching it to the lift bags now. How? Because... 
And then... Are you there? I'm ascending slowly. I can see the surface now. It looks worse. Lynn? This is starting to freak me out a little bit. The tolling bell measures time, not our time. Rung by the unhurried ground swell. A time older than the time of chronometers. Older than time counted by anxious, worried women lying awake, calculating the future, trying to unweave, unwind, unravel, and piece together the past and the future. Between midnight and dawn, when the past is all deception, the future futureless, before the morning watch when time stops and time is never-ending, and the groundswell that is and was from the beginning clangs the bell. See the boat! Okay, I I'm coming around. Yeah. Get the shit out of me, man. <laughs> Why aren't you responding? Considered? 
Here, take a gander. <laughs> All that for this? <laughs> Here, put it in the cooler. Look, can you get us back now? Yeah, already got the coordinates punched in. Let's get back inside. He knows about us. Ah, you told me to tell him! I gave you a choice. Your choices have consequences. I, I don't care what you say! Lynn! Wallace, if you pull him from the water, I will kill your wife and son right now so you can hear it. Ah. Grab the cooler. Get inside the cabin, Wallace. Now start the engines. Go to the coordinates. You're through the worst of it now. understand me as a force of nature. You'll never be rid of me even when I'm gone. I hope you understand that now. Breathe in. You did a bang-up job of it. Or changing back into my clothes. Also excellent work. You can now walk to the vending machine at the end of the docks on shore. I killed Lynn. No, the ocean killed Lynn. You just didn't save him. Same difference. I'm a glass half-full person. How's your rib? Still broken. When you get to the vending machine... Can you help his daughter at least? Who? Lynn's daughter. His sick daughter, you psychopath! Jeez, okay, sorry. Yeah, we can see what we can do. Are you lying to me? What does it matter? Just imagine a world in which we helped her, and then that's your reality. You can tell yourself the cosmic scales of justice have magically balanced themselves once again, and that in the sum of things, Wallace Conway is still a man in good standing. That's what everyone does. So yes, we will save Lynn's daughter, and she will go on to become an astronaut who lives long enough to see passenger ships travel to Mars. She falls in love and gets married to a man she stays with her whole life. They have two daughters. It's an amazing, valuable life. When you get to the vending machine, buy a pack of Cheez-Its. I don't have any money. Lynn's wallet is still on the console. Don't forget the cooler. 
T.S. Eliot. Pardon? What you said to me as I was coming up from the bottom of the ocean? It was Elliot. The dry salvages. Whatever you say, Dr. Conway. The sea howl and the sea yelp are different voices, often together heard. The whine and the rigging, the menace and the caress of wave that breaks on water, the distant rote and the granite teeth. Don't forget Cheez-Its. It's important. They're my favorite. And the wailing warning from the approaching headland are all sea voices and the heaving groaner rounded homewards and the seagull... Dr. Conway? It's you. Yes, of course. I see you have the cooler and the Cheez-Its. Are you okay? Your nose is bleeding a bit. I, I don't understand what... I was waiting for someone to buy this. No, 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 no. You're the conductor. I'm whoever you want me to be. You've been... You're in my head. Hmm. I guess I have a memorable voice. Yeah. The money is in the stall inside the men's bathroom, like you said. I'm, I'm very confused. Are my wife and son free? I would certainly hope so. Is everything all right? I guess so. Do you mind if I check the cooler? Amazing. Just as you promised. And the flash drive? Did you say what your name was? No. Okay. So as I said, the $920,000 is currently in the third stall of the bathroom behind you. You will be receiving the rest at the date previously discussed. Thank you again for getting all this to us. You're welcome. Are you going to eat the Cheez-Its? What? Oh, oh, no. They're my favorite. Do take care. seen this much money before. Uh, uh, are you there? Hello? Wallace? Oh, thank God, thank God, thank God. 
Are you okay? No, I'm not. Um, but that's not why I'm calling you. I want to talk. Okay? Okay. Do you remember the first night we met at the Pelican Pub? Of course. You came up to me and said something about a library card. I said, I'm glad I remembered to bring my library card because I'm checking you out. That was really bad. I'd never hit on anyone before. Someone had said it to me. I was going to kill myself that night. Or maybe some night after that. But I was definitely going to. I had just gotten back from overseas and I never told you that. That night we came and sat down on the bench outside. I'm actually sitting on it right now. I was staring at you when you pointed out to the ocean as the full moon bounced off the waves. And you asked me if I'd ever seen anything so beautiful. And it was true that I hadn't. (laughs) I'm sorry for what I said to you earlier. I do want to talk to you about all of my shit. Why I am the way I am. Not now, but sometime I do. And I do think you're right to leave me. I think that's the right thing. I'm so sorry that You didn't know who I was. But I didn't let you know who I was. That I didn't know who I was. Are the cops there? Yes. Please tell them where I am. It's what I owe, Amaya. It's what I owe. Can I talk to Freddy? He's asleep. Yeah. I mostly want you to know that you couldn't have done more. You saved me. And now I have to save myself. I love you. I'm so sorry. Wait. I'm very glad I remembered my library card. I have one last job for you, Wallace. You're still here. Of course. I thought you were gone. 
There's one more thing. The cops will, will be here soon. I know, which is why you have to hurry. Oh, okay. Do you know where Waves Bar is? Yes. I want you to run there. Uh, are, you, are you going to help me escape? I'm going to set you free. night in before the storm. Ah, uh, karaoke night. My worst nightmare. Head on in when you're ready. Take a seat at the bar. Order whatever you'd like. Can I get you? I'll have a Noah's Mill meet. Sorry. Do I know you? Uh, I don't, um, I don't think so. Uh, Noah's Mill, coming up. The last time I was in here, it was called something else. Fins. Yeah, Fins. The pool table was where that couple is. That's right. The pool table. Man. Uh, thanks. You're going to sing a song. What? It's karaoke night. You're going to sing a song. Uh, how in the world could that possibly help anything? I thought we were past this. You're going to sing your favorite song. It will be fine. You have a beautiful voice. What's my favorite song? Wallace, come on. He's called the cops. There's no getting out of it. The photograph on the dashboard Taken years ago I Turned around backwards So the windshield shows Every street light Reveals the picture in her 
still it's so much clearer I forgot my shirt at the water's edge The moon is slow tonight I just want to tell you how proud I am of you You had the option to stay in one lane forever But you swerved Nights when they Deserves a quiet night I'm not sure all these people understand It's not like years ago The fear of getting caught Of recklessness and water They cannot see me naked Things they go away, replaced by every day, night swimming. You, I thought I knew you, you, I cannot judge. You, I thought you knew me, this one laughing quietly underneath my breath, night swimming. Please understand that everything I've asked of you today allows you to plead insanity later. No one will believe that I was in your head telling you what to do, but everyone will believe a good man snapped. It's a good lie. A photograph reflects Every street light a reminder Night swimming deserves a quiet night Deserves a quiet night One last thing. Before the cops grab you, you need to smash your head with the hammer. What? I have to tell you how to hit yourself in the head with a hammer? Are you glad you didn't grab the knife? Hurricane Dolly made landfall mid-morning yesterday, causing flooding all along the Alabama coast. Dr. Wallace Conway allegedly robbed a bank, burned down his office, killing one man, hijacked a boat leading to the alleged drowning of another man, and then was found at a bar singing karaoke. We seized approximately $920,000 in cash. The suspect injured himself prior to being arrested. To be very clear... He was one of my best customers. A very nice man. He stole bread from me. And that's when he barked like a dog. Just out of nowhere. I can't believe this all happened. He was basically George Bailey. They're still cleaning up the damage from Hurricane Dolly, one of the more devastating storms there to no hit the region. There no traces of a foreign object that we could identify in Dr. Conway's cranium. It is our conclusion that nothing physically or physiologically could explain his actions. Dr. Wallace Conway was found not guilty by reason of insanity today. The judge ruled that he would be held in a mental institution until deemed fit to return to public it's life. It's been two years now since Dr. Wallace Conway committed his string of random crimes. 
In this podcast, the pharmaceutical company claims they've developed a new treatment for a range of different cancers, all through antimicrobial research developed from a mollusk known more commonly as a shipworm. Sorry I interrupted. I just needed to make sure I understood what you said. Do you mind starting over for the tape? I know that I acted alone. That's very big, Wallace. You're saying there was no bug planted into your brain. Right. There was no one holding your family hostage. Correct. There was no nefarious organization that killed Andre Kumara. You simply imagined pulling him to safety. Yes. And no one forced you to leave Lin Yu behind in the water. That was a choice you made. Yes. And why do you feel this way now? Because it's the only thing that makes sense. Why does it make sense? I was just so buried, you know? After my mom, after the military and what I did, I just kept trying to do the good thing. That was my way out. Do the good thing. The thing that you're supposed to do. So I did. Over and over. And you look at who is rewarded, who actually makes good in this world. It it is the most selfish, the most cruel, the, the most shameless. And I think something in me just broke in two. And the other half that broke off knew things. And it understood that this was a way out. A way to find the surface again. It knew about the research from Darlene. It knew a way to get it. It knew someone who could get me there. And I think through all the work that we've done... In the time I've had to really analyze myself, who I am, why I make the choices I make, I've healed back together again. And I realize how I knew. I knew how to get it. I stole sacred property. I hurt those people. And I can't take it back, but I can start from here and move forward. This is a remarkable realization, Wallace. You should be very proud of yourself. Thank you, Dr. Kareem. I genuinely couldn't have done it without you. No, Wallace. This was all within yourself. I feel like we can begin to see a way out of here for you. 
Great to hear. Let's set up a more formal review sometime this week. I want to bring some others in on this. Sounds good. Get some rest, Wallace. I will. Have a good evening, Dr. Kareem. get some rest and keep thinking about what you're going to do with the other nine million dollars gonna buy a boat then I don't know sounds like a plan good night Wallace Shipworm is a two-up production, created and directed by Zach Akers and Skip Bronke. Written by Zach Akers, produced by Skip Bronke. Co-produced by Chloe Wilson, starring Quentin Earl Darrington as Wallace and Miriam Silverman as the conductor. Edited by Alison Grasso. Music by Martin D. Fowler. Sound design and mix by Joel Robbie. Our senior recording engineer was MP Kuo, with technical consultant Wilson Pena. Production assistance from Molly Schneider. Casting by Eisenberg Beans Casting. Cast featuring Lee Shorten, Jamie Ann Romero, Geraldine Singer, Jonice Abbott-Pratt, Jesse Shelton, Kenneth Diabro, Vandit Bart, Shireen Babb, David Carl, Alex Elias, Julie Cavalier, Jake Hart, Christopher Harrod, Sean Sullivan, Joni Anderson, Dalton Orwig, Jordan Bellow, Alicia Lawson, Ralph Edrail Johnson, Rolanda Watts, Brooke Gardner, and Anna Perna Sriram. Sensitivity consultation by Christina Josa. Cover art by Alicia Tatone. Set photography by Alison Grasso. Consulting musical director Ellen Winter. Cello by Malcolm Parson. Guitar by Asher Kurtz. Legal services by Chad Russo of Ramo Law and Dean Bahat of Zifrin Brittenham. This podcast was recorded under collective bargaining agreements with SAG-AFTRA and the WGA. Please visit twouppproductions.com for additional credits. Thank you for listening. And that's this week's show. Please check Shipworm at our show links at sonicsociety.org. Please be sure to contact us on all the various social media zines, including Twitter, at Sonic Society and at David Alt. Facebook through the Sonic Society group and audio drama, radio drama lovers. And of course, we are a proud member of the Mutual Audio Network at mutualaudionetwork.com. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And until next week, I'm Jack Ward. Until then, I'm David Alt. Have a glorious day. Bye for now. 
The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. There are a number of everyday precautions that we can all take that may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. The first is to make sure to clean your hands often. Now, washing your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds is the best, but if you don't have that, try to use a hand sanitizer that has at least 60% alcohol. And to the extent possible, avoid touching high-touch surfaces in public places. These are things like elevator buttons, door handles, handrails, or of course handshaking with people. Wash your hands after touching surfaces in public places. Avoid touching your face, your nose, and your eyes. And clean and disinfect your home to remove germs, practicing routine cleaning of frequently touched surfaces like tables, doorknobs, light switch handles will make a difference. Avoid crowds, especially in poorly ventilated spaces. All these small things that we can do may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone. <laughs>